about Thailand? I didn't tell you about the beautiful love story that unfolded while there. It's between a Japanese girl and a very blonde German guy. I'm writing a note uh, here. Add story as bonus material. So, big summary. Ovana came to Ibiza with a boyfriend, broke up, got kicked out, worked at Sankey's for two years, met another guy and got pregnant months later. Oh, 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 before she came to visit me in Thailand, got robbed, ended up in a dungeon being fed grapes. And I think, yeah, it was weird. But hours before this, an Australian guy was trying to dig his fingers in my chest. It was a weird vibe. Then a cockroach fell on her shoulder and then I started to run away from her. Oh, I didn't tell you all about that stuff. Well. Maybe another time, who knows. And then I went back to Ibiza, even though I didn't want to. That's also another story. I begrudgingly went back there. For me, Ibiza was supposed to be one season, not five years. And now, what's Levana's life like? More importantly, what does she do? You should plug your own stuff. Well, it's Capsize Divisa. We sell sunglasses. Mainly, we were selling sunglasses in the clubs. So this COVID thing is not a good thing for us. And I'm the asshole previously who told her I was really happy that clubs were closed for the season. You have to understand that clubs in Ibiza are ridiculous. They charge you up to 80, 90 euros for an entrance. And if you leave, you can never go back. You'd have to pay again. Second of all, the drinks are ridiculously expensive. And there's never any drink menu. You never know what the prices are because the waiters invent whatever price they want on the spot. So you don't know what you're paying. And if you order the same drink, they're going to charge you for another price. It's the most ridiculous thing in the world. Third of all, well, I have like this really huge grudge against Ushuaia. They are, uh, it's a nice place to go see artists like David Guetta or uh, Swedish House Mafia. I don't know. They have like a very good party that's called Ants. It has like DJs from all over the world. And they used to have also, what's the name of the DJ that died? Anyways, they used to have him and it was really, it's a good place. It's a great environment for an amazing, um, it's a, it's a beach club hotel. So, it, but it has like a huge stage. I'll put pictures up and you can have a look at them. But the problem with them is that they just don't want anybody to have beach parties in Ushuaia. So they are a group, I think it's the Palladium group and 
back then, there was a place called La Plage. It was amazing. They always had outdoors parties. Everybody used to go there. I don't know what happened between them and a DJ named Luciano. One night he was supposed to play there. They shut it down. They called the police. It was shut down because they owned police. And then um, Luciano went to another place that's next door that was called No Name Bar. And then that place just exploded. It just had all kinds of day parties with reputable DJs, famous DJs, who would just come there and play a set for free. Those parties would finish at midnight and everybody would be on their merry way. What happened? They shut it down also. Uh, Ushuaia didn't want it. They want everybody to go to Ushuaia and pay. And it's unfortunate because No Name Bar had great food, great drinks. It was on a really nice side of Ibiza. Uh, and everybody loved it. But obviously, Ushuaia doesn't like it. Ushuaia doesn't like hippies. It doesn't like campers. Uh, it's been like exiting people like that out of the island, especially from the south. It doesn't want to see that anymore. But that's the culture that was built around Ibiza. But it just wants it to be pristine. They want, it to, they want to make it as the new Cannes, maybe, or Saint-Tropez. They want to make it like that. So they just don't want anything that's slower than a four-star. That's pretty much how they're rebuilding the island, which is unfortunate. Really, really unfortunate. But anyways, that's my reason for saying, oh, I wish I was so happy that the bars were closed. But obviously... It's not great for a person like her because that's how she made all her revenue. Because I would say 80% of the income was coming from clubs and tourists as well. Which clubs were you at? Uh, Heart, Zoo Project, sometimes Ushuaia. Oh, you got in Ushuaia. Yeah, but it's not very, it wasn't very good. Why? I don't know. It just wasn't very good. People weren't really interested in buying there. Oh, you were in the store, you mean? Yeah. Uh, okay. So Ushuaia? No, we had a pop-up. Oh, you have a, you had a pop-up where? Yeah, because they have a market at a party there on Saturdays. It ended up being a pop-up market, and she said it wasn't very good. It only lasted for a year. See? I thought you were at that other new hotel that opened. Nobu. Nobu, yeah. I thought no, you. No, were... I was. I'm not in Nobu. Oh, I thought so. What's her name? What's the name of that? I thought she got you in or something like that. No. Mm-mm. What happened to her? And then we went on to talk about fake friends in Ibiza. Unfortunately, there are a lot. I had access to DC10, which is a really difficult club to have VIP access. I would say that it's the number one club in Ibiza. Everybody always wants to try to get in there without paying. What happened is I was teaching English and one of my students, her boyfriend, was one of the managers at DC10. She worked at uh, Cloud, which is a coffee shop in Ibiza. Coffee shop in Spain is also the same as in Amsterdam. They sell weed. <coughs> Except that that place was pretty cool and you could smoke inside. You're not allowed to smoke outdoors in Spain. And they had games. It was really a chill room. It was very artistic. I, I really enjoyed going to that place. 
She always invited me to come over, and uh, eventually I went. She would tell me stories about、uh, when Paris Hilton would go there. Actually, she said nice things about her. She's like she was always polite. She would always smile and say thank you. So, for you Paris Hilton haters out there, I have to say, she's never caused any problems on the island. That's as far as I know, and I've never heard anything bad about that girl. And that's the truth. That's hot. Anyways,、uh, so she used to have access to DC Ten, so she'd always say, "Whenever you want to go, just let me know. I'll put you on the guest list." If I want to go, and I would text her ten minutes before, she would always put me on the guest list. And this is the impossible place to get entrance to. There's so many people who flake and say, "Oh yeah, yeah, I can get you into DC Ten," and it's not true. You can't get into DC Ten. So she was really nice. So when word got out that I had access. A lot of people used to ask me, and sometimes if I didn't want to go, I'd say just take my name and go. But most of the times, I'd say, "Oh, I don't know. You know, I think the guest list is close." I just didn't want to call her all the time and say, "This random person wants to go to DC10. Can you help them?" No, you know, it's just here and there, good friends, but not general population that I don't, don't care about. And the reason why I really liked Anna, she used to when I taught her the first time I met her. She used to only use Google Translate. She couldn't speak English. It was incredible. She was very nervous, and she's like, "My boyfriend told me that I have to do four hours per week every day." I'm like, "No, no, no, we can't do that. You're gonna explode. You're nervous. You, your heart is not gonna make it." So I said, "Look, we're just gonna do base it on little things that you like, and we'll just see how it goes." At the end, she spoke English, and the day that I knew she spoke English. Is a day when she、um, was able to drive and talk to me in English. She had to go to the notary to change her license plate, and I just went with her by car, and she spoke to me the whole time in English. I was amazed. I didn't want to tell her that she spoke English. And then at the end, when she drove me back home, I was like, "Did you realize you speak English?" She's like, "No." Yes, you didn't make any syntax mistake. You made perfect sentences. You didn't use your phone to. Translate anything. You just spoke to me normally, like a normal person. Like, oh my god! And that's how Anna learned how to speak English. That wasn't really the point, but I'm telling you, anyways. I have to say that I've been watching your um uh, Instagram page,、uh-huh. and I love your pictures. Where are you? Like, I'm like, is that?、Oh, do you? Yeah. That's good. That's the second compliment I've got on it. It's so hard to keep up with it, but I try. Who have either borrowed my sunglasses for shoots, or who I've sent out sunglasses to, or my customers. Those pictures are so good, and she has like all these attractive people. Who are they? When did she have time to do it? Like I was like, what's her secret? I thought they were fakes or like copies, but I'm like, I don't think so. I think it's her stuff. They're all my stuff. I need more followers. It's so hard. It is hard to get followers. That's the thing. I think you have to pay. I think you have to pay to get the. I know, but I've spoken to people about paying, and I've spoken to people who work in Instagram, and I get mixed reviews about paying because、I've, that's what I paid once, right? Right. I paid. I paid once, but then they start to drop. But I think I I still managed to keep about a thousand. So if you pay, you need to pay big. No, but, but like a lot of money. No, like a lot of money. I mean, in the numbers of followers. 
No, I don't think you pay for followers. I think that's like, that's crazy. Don't do that. I think what you should pay for is uh, pay for advertisement to people who have a large following because their followers are going to know about your stuff. But I wouldn't pay to get followers because that's fake. That's not like, you know, people interested in your stuff. No, that's not. That's not. Okay, so this is a chit chat between two people who have no experience with Instagram growth and creating followers. If you go on my Instagram, you'll see that it's just a bunch of nonsense. I'm trying to make it, but I really don't know what I'm doing because the truth is, I don't like social media. I'm the worst. I don't like to go and swipe on Instagram. I barely can't stand going on Facebook. I just really, I'm not a social media person. So I'm trying to figure it out as I go. But this is the worst moment of my life when I have to do that. It's very dramatic, but whatever. So many websites do that. Do they? Yes. Like the websites, you go on their page and they've only been up for a few months and they've got like 12 million followers. How is that possible, Ingrid? Yeah, but are they buying anything? I don't know. They said, looks like these things are doing well. But then also those websites have got like they pay for advertising as well. So maybe that's what you should do. Just pay for advertising. I need to try it. You know, you need to suck it and see. But like it comes, it's expensive. It's not cheap. Yeah. No, but you see, like, I think like the lowest is that it will cost me is maybe 60 euros a week or something a week. For those things I need to say, I'm going to put 500 euros at least to try it and see if it works. And then if it works, obviously you get back the money. But if it doesn't work, you've lost the money. It's one of those situations. I don't know. Honestly, I like my my cousin has like 300 followers and a blog and she's still able to sustain money through that. But all she does is like people actually get in touch with her and then give her money to advertise or to blog about what she's doing, uh, about what they're doing or their products or whatever. Her Instagram page is rendezvous and New York. I will put a link in a blog post or even on this podcast episode so you can find out. She's a very good reference to know what to do in New York. She's a city blogger. And whenever I go, she always tells me where to go, which event is going on. She introduced me to Brooklyn Museum events. They are fabulous. I think it's like the first Sunday of the month. And you see black excellence over there. It's fabulous, fashionable people. You can meet very interesting locals, and it's just an all-around great event. But she's the one who tells me about that, so I always know where to go in Queens, in Brooklyn, in Manhattan. She knows everything. So I highly recommend you go visit her page. She doesn't... Like... I mean, the only thing I've started to do now is just the influence, influencers thing. You, get, you send somebody a product, they put it on their Instagram and promote it for you, and then you get people messaging you saying, oh, I want this, I want that, I want that. Um, that's what I've been doing, but I've been coming across, like somebody recommended to me, she was like, give them a discount code, so they use this code, and anybody who buys stuff, they put the same code in, and then you obviously offer that person some percentage of everything they sell. But some people are just so dumb they want they want you to pay for the pictures as well they're not just happy with a percentage of what they sell it's really it's really some people like i've got this girl in italy which i need to use again i need to send the things i should have sent it to her ages ago like when lockdown was happening i didn't know it was going to stay for so long right. i was like once this is all is over i'll send it to you thinking that it's not going to be here for long and it has been 
Mm. I should have just sent her them ages ages ago because when she's put stuff up before up on before for me, I got lots of people from Italy, but they're so cheap. Yeah, anyway, but that's still some of my target my market. Uh, but at that time, I didn't have the website. Um, but then this whole COVID thing, people are just waiting. People that say, yeah, when things get better, or yeah, do you know what I mean? And then you get other people that will just buy one, or it's difficult. I feel her pain and her frustration because starting your own business is not easy. There's always the success story, but the grind and the downfall and, you know, the hardship of it never really truly discussed. I'm definitely at the beginning of everything and I find, you know, doing a podcast and trying to sell books not that easy. I'm not good at social media. I think that everything takes forever to do. I don't like editing. There's so many things I don't like. I like telling stories, but the whole behind the scene aspect is just tedious for me. I wish it would just magically happen, but it doesn't work like that. People have to like you, right? Like that picture on your, on your side. I think I know who that girl is. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. The twelfth picture going down. The girl with the super big lips. I th- oh, yeah, that's- I knew it! I knew it! See, she's such a good story. She's like the girl that used to always be at Blue Marlin. I can't write that about people. No, you can't write that, but she was always interesting. I always wanted to know what was her life. Like, you know, she has something. I can't remember. There was drama around that girl. But yeah. She had her own swimwear line. It didn't really work. Then she had shopping in Bitter Town. Didn't really work. She closed that and now she's just online. This girl has kind of like built a name for herself. Like she's got so many followers. I was like, how has she got so many followers? Has she paid for that? But anyway, so she's kind of like, because she's pretty, mm-hmm. good body. So she's just building up this whole kind of image thing of her in Ibiza, right? Right. Like totally built it, built it up. But then she's had all these trial and error businesses at the same time. Right. right? And now she hasn't got any business. She's got like a agencies called or something. And she's teamed with another girl who's similar to her, who's on my Instagram. She's gorgeous. It's true. Go check out her Instagram page, Capsize Ibiza. You'll see beautiful pictures there. But I won't tell you who it is. Yeah, she's from Serbia, this girl. Okay. Now they're friends. Right? Of course they are. So I must have spoken to this girl. I saw her out and about about a year and a half ago or something. I said, look, I've got a sunglasses brand. Let's work together. She's like, yeah, send me a message. And for some reason, I sent her a message, but I didn't, something, I don't know, something didn't click. So then this winter, I was like, I, mess, I went back in there and I saw, oh shit, we actually did start the conversation, but I never went through with it. So I messaged her again going, shall we do something? She was like, yes, yeah, winter is the perfect time, blah, blah, blah. I was like, come round to my office. She came round to the office because she's a photographer. Right. So she's a photographer, but she's a model as well. She's like insane. She's beautiful. She's a photographer. So she takes all of these boxes. Yeah. I have to say it because the sound quality was really bad. Ever. Right. So I was like, just come round. And then she was like, oh, yeah, I can use the, your sunglasses in my in my photography. I was like, yeah, take whatever you want. And then she, I gave her a pair of sunglasses and then she was promoting me a bit. And she's actually really nice. Yeah. You know when somebody's so nice, but she's so freaking beautiful. Right. Like, and she actually looks that beautiful in real life. Like, I'm real. 
Lorana invited her to her office so she could select a bunch of sunglasses. She did. She took the pictures. They were beautiful. She promoted her items. And she says that she's very nice. She said, it's unbelievable that someone so beautiful can be so nice. Apparently, in real life, or like she doesn't need any Photoshop. She's that beautiful. Unreal. If you go and look at her Instagram afterwards, she's unreal. And she goes out with her boyfriend, is an Italian guy that I know who split up with his um, girlfriend. So anyway, so anyway, so he came to the office and she was lovely, la, 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 lovely girl. And then the next time she came to the office, she brought the other girl. Right. Because they were going to do a shoot. So anyway, they took some of my sunglasses and that's how I managed to get all those pictures on my instagram because i gave her a pair so they got all their friends and all and then they did a shoot and she's wearing them as well another pair the ones i borrowed so i managed to get all of those pictures from from that wow even my friend even my friend was like how the hell did you get pictures from them i've spoken to them before because i wanted them to do my brand and they wanted to charge me the earth and i said i don't know it's just luck just was right timing right product they wanted sunglasses obviously for free the clothes they probably don't really care about no i've got loads of people throwing clothes at for that yeah so i was just like right it just happened product placement what look if you're my friend you should have bought my book by now if you're not my friend you should still buy my buy my book it's a fun book you'll love it you'll see you your friends will all laugh it's worth it it's really worth it anyways i'll put the link down below this podcast so you can have a look at my book all right buy my book not available at your local library yet, but you can order it from Amazon or on our website, neurotic-crowd.com. It's so cheap, you don't even need to get a payment plan. If you buy more than one, you can't have a package price, but it's so worth it. Come on, buy it. Buy my book. These girls are, these girls are they're actually nice girls. But they're all anyway. models and all their boyfriends are super rich and laddie dan. Nah, I totally get it. Yeah, they, do, they do get everything they want. Ibiza can be pretty cutthroat. Everybody loves the fake that they have these lifestyles and that they're living life. But you probably move 25 times that summer because you can't pay rent. Or you're probably living like eight other people in a two-bedroom apartment. Or uh, I knew this girl, she was always on yachts. She was always in the VIP room. She was always doing this and that. She lived on a freaking balcony in Ibiza. So it's just the island of illusion everybody comes here to become a dj and they want to try to make it uh they want to be the next when or avici or david guetta or whatever you know fun fact did you know that david guetta used to sell his cds on the beach in playa de bosa and that's how he got famous no he didn't get famous because of that he got famous because of his ex-wife he met her in france and she was she, i think she owned a club or she owned I don't know. Because in Ibiza, the party is not about David Guetta. It was before, it was always David and Katsi. So it was always about them. They started together and then he became bigger and bigger and bigger. But yeah, that guy used to sell his CDs at the beach. Now I'm in touch with her on um, private message. Um, and I even, I said the other day, I said, oh, would you like to work for my brand and get a percentage? And then she was like, oh yeah, we could. But um, 
we charge for the pictures as well. It's better you message my brand, create, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, whatever. So now speaking to the other one that I really like, it's nice. And she was like, oh, yeah, that's actually a good idea for you to start doing. She was like, what code do you need? But I think I took too long to sort that one out before they spoke to each other. Mm. I think they spoke to each other because she was like, what code? Give me the the code kind of thing, not really asking too much questions. Um, And then I was like, well, you need to have a look at the website and let me know which ones you like so I can send you them. She's like, oh, I'm going to have to try them on again, something like that. And then I messaged her like two days ago going, have you had a look? No reply. Mm. So I think they've either talked together or something the way they I don't know I don't know and then somebody randomly sent me a message going hello are you working with just want to let you know she owes me 3,000 euros oh he doesn't yeah she's like he's like I just want to warn you she owes me 3,000 euros don't get into business with her she doesn't do things well in Ibiza and I was like oh Oh, I was like, well, I'm not really in business with her as a friend of a friend, but thanks for letting me know. Really sorry about your situation. Like that, he's like, oh, I'm just making sure you're not in business because she doesn't. She owes a lot of people money in Ibiza. No, just don't, you can't trust anybody mm. who's opened up all of these business and closed them. Whenever I speak, whenever I, she's always moving house. Uh huh. That's an indicator. Uh, moving house and stuff, and like. Hmm. That's a big indicator, actually. If they're moving house, like there's so many people who say, "Oh, I was in Ibiza and I moved houses twenty times." Like, what are you doing? How are you do- like surviving like yeah. that? Yeah, there's always a story in Ibiza. What's the worst story do you remember ever hearing? I think something that I can't even remember properly, but Jose had these friends or something. They were boyfriend and girlfriend, two couples, and then they swapped couples. <gasps> <laughs> Both couples swapped couples. And they stayed together or they just swapped for the I night? I can't remember. Yeah, they had like relationships. Okay, that's not the worst story I've heard in Ibiza. Let me tell story. It's like a bartender who used to work in Pasha, in Pacha. And he used to, like, the pretty girls or girls he liked, he used to, like, drug them, like, drop some pills in their drink. And then when they be poisoned, he tracked them down and then dragged them in the back room and raped them. And in the morning, they wouldn't remember. Sorry? In Pasha? Yeah. He would do it in all in Pasha? Yeah. Yeah. In Pasha. And then one of the girls, one morning, I don't know, they met, they were having brunch or I don't know. Uh, she saw him and she like oh sorry oh she's shouting at me I forgot she said she wanted and then what happened how'd they find him uh, well well, she saw him she's like you did something to me you did something to me he's like no 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 I didn't do anything so she went to the police and she reported it and then since then they were watching him and they, they actually caught him doing it to another girl and that's how he got in prison well, she the name I don't know I don't know who the names. Europe told me that story. That's the worst story I heard. I was like, what? Yeah, but you know that island is full of criminals and rapists and they just come and they have other identities. Was it a Spanish guy? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it is.
other stories you have? There was this woman who used to collect vintage clothing and she'd go everywhere around Europe. She would have a shop and she'd always rent her other locale and she'd always want to start a new business with someone else. I knew this girl where I was taking, when I was taking my Spanish class, she was from Australia. Her dream was to live in Ibiza and start a business. And she had worked in the music industry and she went into business with her by, I don't know, three, four months. She had stolen, I think, 3,000 euros from him. And so much money. The business was just not going well. So she had just put a down payment on a house. She had a really nice car. She's like, Ingrid, I'm selling everything. I'm leaving. I just can't take it anymore here. She was doing things in Australia. She was working in the music industry. She has great stories to tell about Katy Perry. First time she met her, she was great. Second time, not so great. Third time, she was really a bitch because she just divorced Russell Brand. She was just not easy to work with. Another person that she used to talk about was Jared Leto. But that, I've heard that from many people, that he's kind of a sociopath. He just, he's really intense. He'll look you in the eye. He'll shake hands with you. He'll say, oh my God, I'm so happy you're here. Thank you so much for being here and helping me. And then he'll just find these nasty microaggression, just like to mess with your minds. Like, oh, this is not perfect. Anyways, I have heard that from many people. They just, mm. And then, who else? Oh, David Guetta and Katty. He's really jumpy and bubbly, and she's nice, but you know that she's someone you don't want to mess with. I wish I would have kept in touch with her. It's too bad. I lost my phone, as I always do. But she told me that story. She was devastated. But I've met so many people who just got so screwed over, they just run out of this island crying. So she just, yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. There were other stories. Obviously, Mariola always crying about uh, not going to a club. That was funny, though. I have stories. I have two stories that I regret the most. It's these two black girls. They look like a bunch of zombies. They were like walking in Ibiza, but you could just tell they took too much drugs. They weren't well. They were just. I don't know what they took, bat salts or whatever, but they were just like arm in arm, walking, dead, advancing toward the bus stop. And I thought it was so freaking and funny. Everybody was taking pictures. I took a picture too, laughed a little and left. And then I thought about it. Maybe a block later, I'm like, no, these girls probably took too much drugs and they're not doing well. And everybody's mocking them. This is not normal. No, I have to turn back and try to help these girls. So I went back and they were gone. So I walked the whole boardwalk. I was trying to find them and I never found them. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Somebody abducted them, took advantage of them. If they got in a cab, I don't know. But they just didn't seem well. That's a big regret of mine. I, I often think about that story and I think oh, I should have helped them. Again, three Italian girls. I will never forget that. I was at New Garden. I, thought, I don't know. I was walking and 
Some of the guys that I knew were there, including my ex-boyfriend, and they were looking at these girls, three Italian girls. One was very, very pretty. The other ones were not as pretty as her. And she had lost her shoes. She just came from the beach. I think she had, I don't know, somebody stole her shoes and maybe robbed them. I don't know. They had a little bit of money on them and they were still buying drink, but they were really friendly. They were on, I don't know. I can only speculate. And they were really friendly and nice and blah, blah, blah. And before that, there was a couple of German guys that were there, but they left. Yeah, it was just mad because he had been to space and that was the complaint that most guys said that, eh, there were just too many guys there there are no girls can't mean anyone so he was really mad so we told him just go to flower power everybody loves it. it's actually a really good party and there's lots of girls so he's like okay let me go to pasha uh, and then these girls arrive and everybody was laughing ha 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 they're so friendly and he came back because he forgot his phone and he meets these girls and they're all over him and he's kissing one kissing the other one kissing the other one at first it was funny and then you're like okay this is getting creepy and uh, he's like making out with all of them at the same time and he's really happy i have to say none of the other guys took advantage of the fact that they were really messed up he was sober and at one point I asked the really pretty one, I was like, are you okay? Is this okay? Like, what's going on? I was like, do you want me to help you guys? She's like, no, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. He took all three girls back to the hotel. He slept with all three girls. The next day I saw her, I said, oh my God, you, are you okay? What happened? She's like, what? What do you mean what happened? She's like, well, you were here. I was here yesterday? She's like, yes, you were. You were... You didn't have any shoes. You were kind of crazy. You were making out with this other guy. You were kind of, all three of you just like, what? We did what? She was mortified. I don't think she remembered, well, I don't think she didn't remember anything. That This is one of the stories where I'm like, ah, shoot, I should have done more. I should have done more. I should have done more. I should have just done more. I don't think she was well after this event. And I really regret that one. Oh my God. Well, I don't really want to leave it on such a negative note, so I'm going to tell you a fun fact. Ushuaia, did you know it's the capital of Tierra del Fuego, which is in Argentina? It's about a thousand kilometers across from Antarctica. They say it's the last city on Earth. So whenever I pass in front of Ushuaia, I think, oh, that's probably why you took the name maybe because it's the last city maybe it's because this is the last place on earth that you should party i don't know it's always made me think of that so i hope you enjoy that i hope you enjoy the podcast because this is the last one of lovana's podcast i highly encourage you to go follow her page which is capsize ibiza i will put the link in this podcast so you can have uh, more information she has beautiful sunglasses. I think it's great to encourage people during COVID time and help them support themselves and their family. Please tell your friends and subscribe. And also rate. Please give us a five-star rating. The more you rate us, the more we're discoverable on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Give us a five-star ratings so we can continue doing these podcasts. And, you know, the more you rate, 
the higher it ranks. So that's really helpful. You don't have to do anything. You can just enjoy this podcast and just put a five star or even better comment. We love that. Thank you very much for listening. Music was done by Insomniac. This is Lovanna Mullings from Capsize Ibiza. And I am your host and producer, Ingrid. Thank you and have a lovely day. Have fun listening to my voice.